All right, so when we're talking about draw schedules, um, for, first off, if no one, if, if you don't know what a draw schedule is, a draw schedule is normally a time frame uh, put in place by a lender or, or a lending group or institution and where they want to regulate or uh, give more accountability on when and how uh, funds are distributed uh, dispersed throughout the entire construction process, okay? Um, so I know that sounds pretty, pretty weird, and I totally understand it, but hopefully when we get done here, everyone feels a lot more comfortable in what that is. That makes sense to me. All right. So let's start off, let's start off very, very simple. What would you say the positive and negatives would be for a draw, draw schedule for when it comes to construction? Well, definitely uh, on the positive side, uh, I'm one of those optimists, so I always like to start off with the positive stuff. <laughs> so on the positive side, um, you, you definitely get accountability. So as this draw structure or draw schedule, if you will, um, is put into place, it definitely holds everyone accountable, whether that be the general contractor, the subcontractor, the borrower, as well as the lender. Uh, you definitely want to keep the lender um, uh, accountable uh, to, to doing the things that they're supposed to do as well. So I would say accountability uh, is really one of the main uh, main positives that you can get from this. Um, you know, um, one of the other things is that for, for from a lender standpoint, um, it definitely protects us as a lender um, so that we know what to expect as this construction is being completed. Uh, we we kind of get a good time frame. We, we get an idea of, uh, I don't even want to say estimated cost because at that point, the cost really should not be estimated. They Absolutely. should be more absolute. <laughs> um, so, uh, so it definitely protects us and gives us an opportunity to be able to understand exactly where, we're, where, where we are in the process. And then... If there are um, items that may run over, right. uh, th then that obviously now we're able to see that during uh, th this whole process with the draw schedule, which gives us an opportunity to make an adjustment e either up or down, depending on where we are. So let's talk about this. It's, it's, um, I love the way that you said that it protects, it gives accountability and it's protection, right? Yes. Uh, and that may be something that most borrowers or investors or business owners don't think about that the lender actually wants to protect them right? sure, sure. Uh, because what they could what what that protection is from is it could be a general contractor or electrician who is basically sifting money um, out of, out of the the, uh, the process sure. or the construction I've seen that happen yes uh, unfortunately and that normally happens yep. when there's not a draw structure exactly. a draw to draw schedule uh, involved. The other thing is it also keeps, like you said, the accountability from the lender, right? Yes. Give me an example of how, how, that, how it gives accountability for the lender. Uh, well, again, just kind of going back to just knowing what to expect. Okay. Uh, and I think that's a, that's a great part of it. Uh, and, and then, okay, now we know what to expect. Now he, you're accountable for this. You're I mean, literally just that simple. Um, where, where things happen, uh, kind of like you were just alluding to, you know, there's sometimes where people can maybe, maybe sift or siphon from, from from the till, so to speak, um, or or maybe they're building in too much of a contingency, 
gotcha. you know, uh, and and, uh, and and so then you know they're they're kind of building in that contingency. Usually, you'll see about a ten percent contingency. So if your project is you know a hundred thousand dollars, I'm just using simple numbers here, uh, you, you you would build in a ten percent contingency for those slight overruns. Over, yeah. yeah. Um, but sometimes a subcontractor may build in a contingency on top of the contingency, <laughs> uh, and, and then and then. Uh, you know there could be some issues there, so the, the the draw schedule really does help with that accountability aspect. Absolutely, yeah. because whatever whatever is already on that draw schedule is essentially a loan. Yeah, and sure. at that point, the the borrower or the business is is basically on the hook for that loan. Uh, another example is it it really it it really does protect. I know it's kind of some people they don't like it. Okay, but I'll give an example. Uh, for those of you who may not know how it works, essentially what happens is that uh, money, so there's an allocated amount of money from the lender that is placed normally at a title company. Um, and they have a general contractor or someone who actually goes out to make sure that what what they said was done was done, okay? So let's say that, that you're constructing a commercial building and you have a schedule of when these things are meant to take place. And let's say that the very first thing is a teardown, all right? So you're, you're going to tear down, maybe some drywall, things like that. Well, in the draw schedule, it's, you, you would say, hey, I plan on doing, the, doing this teardown within the first three days. And you'll say, well, great. How much do you think that will take? How much is, is necessary to, to do this demolition, all right? You may say, oh, it'll be $5,000, okay? Well, what happens is that after the demolition takes place, an inspector or someone will go out to verify this, and then the title company will release or wire wire that the money for that dem, that demolition. Yes, that's then a great example. The next thing in the schedule, let's say you're you're putting in flooring and so forth, someone goes out. So a ne- a negative that some people may have is that when you are doing with the draw schedule, you have to make sure that you, that your crew or whoever's over your project is doing the work ahead of time uh, and then you know they receive compensation or they, they receive the wiring for that uh, you know and, and normally it's not it's not a long process so if you complete the job let's say on Monday normally it'll be wired uh, within that week or, or beginning of next week um, so that's that's how the process goes now another positive is that you are working with a nationwide uh, general contractor so normally the person who is inspecting, they've done a lot of construction mm-hmm. throughout uh, you know, that region, and they have a better understanding of how much it should cost to do sure. certain yes. things. Yes. And the reason that that protects the borrower once again is because if the borrower is working with a contractor that is, uh, you know, I've seen it happen, that is taking advantage, Sure. and the, con- the contractor may, say to, may tell you, ah, for this demo it's going to be $20,000, yes. okay? And you're like, uh, okay, it's a little expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but but the great thing is, uh, you know, an inspector say, uh, I don't see twenty thousand dollars worth of demolition here. I see more five thousand dollars, or I see more three thousand dollars, and so that protects you. That protects you um, as well. Now, uh, I guess we can talk on talk on the negatives real quick. Sure. All right. Sure. Uh, what, what, neg- what, what negative do you see? So well, far? you know. Um, for, for for a company like ours, um, 
and I'm, I'm kind of diverting just a little bit here, but still some could, could be a negative. But for us as a, as a bank, we think it's a positive, but for the borrower, it could be a negative. Um, so for a lender such as us, um, as I said, we are a nationwide SBA 7A lender, uh, but we really don't we, we really don't have the true capacity uh, to be able to do construction lending. So um, sometimes that is a hindrance for us as a lender because we want to help these deals get done, especially again if they have great community impact. So what we had to do is we had to go out and partner with a nationwide uh, general contractor, if you will, uh, to be able to give us that back office expertise to be able to do these types of loans. And now we've got that area of expertise. Now we can go and fund some of these deals that have heavy, heavy community impact. For us, that's a great thing because that general contract contractor then ends up being our boots on the ground, so to speak. There are eyes and ears for the project. And just as you said earlier, they are verifying that things are getting done in a timely fashion on on point or on cost, if you will. Uh, and then if there are overages, uh, they're, they're able to let us know. So they give us that, uh, that expertise uh, and it makes us feel very comfortable now to be able to do those types of deals that we otherwise would not be able to do. So for us as a lender, that is a positive. And I would say too for a borrower, it's a positive because it, it helps us be able to do more deals. Awesome. Now, what could be negative in that um, is that there's additional costs that come with that. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, and let's just be honest that anytime you have to bring a, a third party into something that does add to the cost structure. Um, and, and so that could be a negative because maybe a, a, a borrower may say, well, you know what? I, I I'm, I'm here in Indianapolis, Indiana. I know a general contractor or I could be synced up with a general contractor. Uh, and we may not have to go through that third party. Mm. Um, and, and that makes perfect sense. But again, what we're trying to do is make the lender comfortable. And maybe the lender is not comfortable with who that borrower may pick. Um, <laughs> so this gives the lender the opportunity to feel really comfortable with it. Uh, and again, now it does add that additional cost. So uh, sometimes we do have to kind of, you know, uh, make sure that our, our borrowers understand why we have this cost. But we also have to let them know you know, otherwise we may not be able to do the loan. Um, and and I, I hate to be that kind of, you know, either black or white type of situation, but it really does give us the opportunity to be able to do loans that we otherwise just would not be able to do because we have a comfort level. We have a, a third party contractor that we've trusted, we've vetted for a long period of time, upwards of a year, uh, and we feel very comfortable with them, but it does add a little bit of cost. Absolutely. And I it's interesting sometimes uh, when a business owner is going to borrow money and they often would say to themselves, well, I don't understand, you know, why do I have to jump through these quote, quote, you know, regulate, not regulations, but hoops. Sure. But a, a good example is if it was your money and if you were lending, let's say a million dollars. Sure. And if you were lending a million dollars for a con for construction, would you not feel comfortable with having someone that you tr like, know, and trust. Sure, yes. To be your boots on the ground, especially if, let's say, you know, you, let's say you live in Indianapolis, Indiana, but you are lending money for a project taking place in uh, New Mexico. Yeah. All right? You, you, you would feel more comfortable if you had maybe your, your son, your daughter, or, you know, someone that you trust to fly out to New Mexico and, and, and be your boots on the ground. So it, it, makes, it, it makes sense. Um, 
but I understand some, sometimes people may, you know, may feel un- uncomfortable, but the lender feels uncomfortable as well. Yeah, exactly. And just being totally honest, if the lender's uncomfortable, probably not a good deal happening right there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we know what a draw schedule is. Uh, we know why it's needed. Uh, we understand that it often is paid through uh, reimbursements. And then we also understand that uh, a title company is involved, a general contractor is, in, is involved as well. It helps protect the borrower, gives accountability for both sides. Yes. Right? Um, the other thing, too, I think is great is as a borrower, you, you're poss- you, you are, depending on how well the project goes, you can actually save money. Yes. Because you have an idea of what, what all is in the piggy bank, per, per se. Sure. Right? Yes, yes. And keep in mind that the money that's in that piggy bank or at the title company is already considered a loan for you. Yes. But in the event that you don't use all of that money, um, then it's less of, less of a loan and you're, sa- you're saving money over time that way, too. That is correct. That is correct. Very well put. So, uh, last but not least, one thing, one thing that's also uh, important to know is depending on how long it takes for, uh, let's say, the borrower's construction crew to actually do their work and do, do their progress, mm-hmm. it could delay the time frame of the project, okay? Yes. Uh, and so I've seen projects where, for whatever reason, um, a contractor initially, when, when they wrote the bids, said that it would take two weeks to complete uh, I don't know, the bathrooms, okay? Maybe it's the bathrooms for, for, for office building. But they didn't t- take into account maybe that they need, they need to get new plumbing done. Mm-hmm. All right, and what that could what, what could happen is that keep in mind the bathrooms to be retiled is one thing on a schedule, but then adding plumbing you have to add a whole other thing on, on onto the same schedule. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what, what 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 has to happen at that point is the contractor, the GC or the inspector, has to come out more than once. Because at first, they're only inspecting the tile, right, the flooring. Now they come out again, they have to inspect the plumbing and so forth. So if the contractor from the beginning doesn't, doesn't have more of a broader scope on, on, on the nuts and bolts of everything, that can also delay the process as well. Sure. Because the GC has to come out approved, and then once, that, once it's approved, then it's approved with the title company, then it's wired and so forth. So... Yeah, very well said. I, I've had that situation happen uh, as a lender on, on a few occasions where you are, you know, you're, you're going down one path. Uh, maybe it's with a demolition, and uh, then maybe you find out that the wiring in the building um, is not quite up to par, up to the 21st century, so to speak. Um, and then you may have to go back and, and adjust your whole uh, your your whole draw schedule, your whole loan, even yeah. at that point. Uh, and unfortunately, that's happened uh, to us before as well. So not only are you having a, a, a delay in time, uh, which obviously is a negative as far as pretty much everybody's concerned. Everybody. Time is not a friend of lending. <laughs> uh, time is, you know, the longer it takes, the, the worse the loan gets. Um, so um, so those things can add to the time frame. And then, of course, it could add to the cost as well. Absolutely. Uh, because you never know what's behind the drywall. You know, once you once you start to do the demo, um, you, there could be some surprises there. And lenders definitely do not like surprises. No. Uh, but sometimes they cannot be helped. Um, and, and so uh, as, as you're going through this, that's why it's so important to have that draw schedule. So it kind of gives you an idea, a roadmap, if you will, of, of what's to be expected 
and then for those unexpected things, that's where you have your contingencies built in. Right. And that's usually, as I said earlier, usually about 10% of total project. So <laughs> there, there's a, the, the one thing I will say about uh, lending in general, but construction lending in specific, um, it, it can be difficult. Um, and, and, and I'm not trying to scare anyone or anything along those lines. But the one thing that I, could, I would say to that is, although I just said time is not the friend of lending, I think patience is a friend of especially construction lending. There are so many documents that need to be gathered. There are so many uh, codes. Qu- codes, and then and not only that, but but quotes and bids that need to be submitted. Maybe even architectural drawings, things of that nature. So you are bringing many, many, many players into the ball game here. And and uh, well, I you know the, the the old adage, too many cooks in the kitchen type of thing. <laughs> well, you you do have a lot of folks in there with their hands in, in the in the cookie jar, and and sometimes things can get a little muddled. Um, so patience. And, and getting a good understanding of the process, uh, I think, is incredibly vital. Um, and I'm seeing this on a daily basis uh, with CRF that you know we are asking folks to really just kind of walk through this process with us and step by step understanding what we're asking. Because ultimately, as I said earlier, a lender has to feel comfortable. And construction lending is, is a difficult process. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and so the more comfortable that you can make a lender, the better the chances you get to get the loan and the better the chances of you having a positive experience. And that's really what we try to focus on is that positive experience for the borrower. Um, but that, that was just those are just a couple of things I would say about construction lending is that you've got to be patient um, and you've got to be able to provide the lender what they're asking for. In a timely fashion. In a timely fashion, yes. Very well said there. Uh, because the, the, the more efficient the borrower is and the <laughs> GC is and the subcontractors are, the more efficient then it allows the lender to be. And sometimes uh, the borrower may have to be the heavy. I mean, they may have to kind of crack the whip, so to speak, yeah. on the general contractor or the subcontractors, and hey, we, or, or maybe even the architect to, to get the drawings. Um, there's just a lot of people involved in it, and and so you, you try to have that one person that can really crack the whip and kind of keep everybody uh, on the same page and always moving forward. And I think those things are important, especially as I said, when it comes to construction lending, it's just a different animal. Absolutely, and you know, for larger companies that could be a project manager. Yes. Right. Yep. But for small, but for small to mid-sized companies, that would be the borrower. That would be the oftentimes yeah. or the entrepreneur. Sure. Yes. And. Uh, Hopefully that individual is very tedious. Yes. Because they are the ones on the hook. Yes. Uh, many for many times at least they are the ones on the hook for uh, to, to to get that thing completed. Yes. In a, in a timely fashion. And I would say too that uh, for for the borrowers out there that are that are acting kind of as the project manager, uh, make sure you're looking at those documents. Make sure that you understand what what your uh, what what the bid is, what it says, what what's to be expected to be done, uh, the dollar amounts. Uh, because the, this is ultimately your money, so yeah. you need to be watching your money. <laughs> uh, because uh, as you start to see things that may start to creep up, uh, and, and then not only that, it's maybe it's even creeping up past the contingency, uh, in most cases, probably 90% of the cases, if it goes over the contingency, hmm. guess who's now responsible? Yeah. The borrower. <laughs> so if you've got a you know, $100,000 project and it even gets above that $100,000, you know, $100, $100, uh, $100, 
any money that comes over there, it's, it's coming out of your pocket. That's correct. It's coming out of your pocket. So you definitely want to watch what's going on with that process to make sure that you're, you're holding these folks accountable, like we talked about earlier, uh, not only just accountable to the process, but accountable to the dollars and cents as well. Awesome, awesome. Mr. Gibson, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your, for your expertise. No problem at all. Thank uh, you for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for, for, for listening, and hopefully we'll see you guys soon.